It's questionable whether or not Abby does, in fact, have a stomach for blood, but I know one thing's for sure, our after show definitely has a taste for wine. But in all seriousness, we're breaking down Scandal Season 6, Episode 8, A Stomach for Blood, right after this. Stick with us. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Hey. Hey, shoulder, shoulder. I don't know all the words, but I'm don't sure know I don't know any of them. Now. I just know the confident yeah. part. <laughs> but we're celebrating yes. for all the confident women mm-hmm. that's out there. Okay. We're with you. We're with you. It's ladies' night. It's ladies' night on the show, <laughs> and it was ladies' night on Scandal. Yes. Abby, Abby, Abby. <laughs> yes. This episode was all about Abby, for yes. sure. A new perspective. Mm. 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 Oh, I thought it was going to break. We're ready to go. Okay. Oh, we're good. We're good. good. Thanks, Demi. Thanks, Demi. We're feeling the confident vibes for sure. Yes, yes. As we pointed out, it is ladies' night. We are down one host tonight. Um, Ryan, if you're watching this, feel better. Feel better. Ryan's out sick tonight, but um, you're still here in spirit. Yes. Um... Thank you guys so much for joining us tonight on our Scandal After Show. As always, we're so pumped to be with you guys. Um, you guys know me. I'm your host, Christine Alexis. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Christine Bean. And I am Paris Rose with two R's. You can find me on Instagram and Snapchat at Paris Rose. All right. Twitter yet? I'm never getting into it. It's way too confusing. I tried. Oh no, I did try, guys. And you it's tried. way too confusing. No, nothing. Not confusing. I She's can. a mature woman, guys. Right, right. I think you're too mature for Twitter. Is that right. what I Maybe, maybe. So hashtag Paris will never get a Twitter. Yes. Well, that's that. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Jessica Williams. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Miss Jessica WW and on Instagram at Miss Jessica Williams. The shade. Yeah. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter. I'm there. I'm about you. No. Yes, and tweet us. You guys, you tweet us some really good stuff. Oh, I mean, yeah. we got a tweet last week. Literally, one of our fans like wrote out an entire message of theories in like yeah. the note section, and then they like screenshotted it and sent it to us. Amazing. So dope. Yeah, yeah we, we love, love when responding. You, yeah, we love when you guys do that. Please continue the conversation with us all week, not just live on our after shows. We love going through theories with you guys. And, you know, don't forget to subscribe to us on YouTube, um, to AfterBuzz TV, and to tune in every Thursday because we love chopping it up with you guys. Do. Yes. Um, so tonight uh, was a stomach for blood. Mm-hmm. There's not blood in this wine glass, though. Like, Mm-mm. don't get it twisted. Um, <laughs> just pure wine. <laughs> Um, and it was all about Abby, which, um, did you, did you guys like this perspective? We didn't get any takes from anyone else. It was literally all Abby. I was only mad because I was wrong. (laughs) I thought that Abby was the head. So I, I hated this episode. I don't want to be wrong, okay? Oh, oh bitter. Oh, no. I I liked it. Hashtag bitter. (laughs) Oh, well, you can hashtag if you're not on Twitter. giving our own shady boots right. tonight in absence of ryan we're just gonna be shady this entire episode um i like the episode yeah i did and and yes we were wrong because you and i were in the same yes, boat yes. last week and i don't mind being wrong you know <laughs> I, I like a little challenge so um i think that tonight answered so many questions yes. yeah i mean it put perspective onto things and it made us really empathize Mm -hmm. and understand Abby's perspective. For sure. I mean, I had a feeling that they were going to go that route and just, you know, let us all calm down from the hype of the way the last um, episode ended. Teasing us, we were like 
freaking out, like, mm-hmm. what? Abby's behind it. And they were like, hold up, hold up, hold up. Let's take it real back again right. um, mm-hmm. to 60 days before the election. That's I feel like that's where they always start. Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and it gave us, like, a really in-depth perspective, which I appreciated. Um, mm-hmm. I thought it was great. So, um, so that's where we start off. And I, I thought it was interesting that... I don't know. Did we come up with a nickname for them? Two Live Crew? That's Two Live Crew, yes. yes. Our, our wonderful viewers, our chat, yes. they actually made up that name. And we have so many people in our chat tonight. We have yes. a lot of people from the East Coast oh, that have okay. stayed up with us. And we appreciate it so much. We read all of your comments. Even it goes kind of fast throughout the show. But afterward, we read all the comments. We, we love connecting with you. So we really appreciate the live viewers because y'all give us amazing theories. <laughs> Yes. Claps yes. to you. We got some amazing theories. Can't get jump jump right in without shouting out our live viewers. Yeah. We call Jessica. We appreciate you guys so much, <laughs> especially how outspoken you guys are. Yeah, we love um, it. Keeps us on our game for sure. Yeah. Um, so, where 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 do we begin? Um, That's a good question. I'm girl. just gonna start by saying I really like seeing that they go back to the election night and we see each person's perspective. Because it is different from each point of view. I mean, we're, we're seeing the same thing. We see Frankie's speech, he gets shot, and it can seem boring, but I really like seeing yeah. how each person takes this, like, this shooting happening and seeing it from Abby's point of view, her face right there in the beginning when he got shot. I was like, oh, damn. She didn't know. Like, mm-hmm. this is crazy for her, too. Yeah, that point, I think, where the episode opened was really telling because yeah. at that moment, we already were told by the, the show, like, okay, it's not what you think it is because yeah. her, it just said it all on her face. Mm-hmm. So. It did. And, and I agree about the different perspectives. And I also just really... This episode more than ever made me really appreciate the writing because to be this was an intricate episode. I mean, mm-hmm. literally, they had to string together a series of the last seven episodes right. that we saw bits and pieces that made us think one way, showing it for from a totally different perspective literally get, gave us like a, a 180 yes. flip on it. We're like, wow, Abby isn't evil. <laughs> She's right. not the mastermind. She's not, she hasn't lost her mind. So that was powerful to me. The writing, impeccable. I have to agree. Yeah. I think that this episode could have been really hit or miss had mm-hmm. they skimmed over some details or made some things, still left things ambiguous or unclear. Like this was the episode to fill in all the gaps. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, I think you know, everyone was waiting to find out if Huck was really dead or not. That was the one question that I wish they would have yes. clarified for us. But, of course, ABC can't give it to us that easy. They want us <laughs> to keep tuning in to find out the fate of Huck, which I guess is still in the balance from the teaser that we saw. I guess so. I- I'm going to assume he's still somewhat alive. Uh, not somewhat. He can't be somewhat alive. But I'm going to guess he's alive. Hugs not dead. Yeah. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. I'm gonna just go. I'm ahead gonna and start say a Twitter that. campaign. Like Hugs <laughs> not, not dead. He's not. Like yeah. he he can't be. I felt it. Mm-hmm. That's why last week I didn't want to um, pour out for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. But she's like Jennifer when she watched the show. She's like Jennifer. Like no, because Huck is alive. Yeah. Huck is alive. Okay. Yeah. Part of me wants to believe he's not dead yet, only because I I would hope that the show would give him a better send off yeah. than the way cool. that episode ended. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, bringing it back to our main girl Abby, who was the inspiration behind our opening song, Confident, because this episode was all about her. Mm-hmm. I mean, it we she was humanized. We we really got to connect with her in a different way and really see all the struggles that she went through to get to where right. where where we kind of are in the storyline altogether. Um, 
Do you guys agree with this? The moves that she made. Um, on one end, I'm like, Abby, how could you be so naive? These people had three hundred million dollars to offer you. Who has that much money? She should realize this is a powerful group. Let me understand who they are first. But I get it. Fitz put her in this situation. She doesn't want to go to Vermont. Who wants to go to Vermont? I get it. <laughs> but I was just thinking, come on, Abby. I wanted her to. I just wanted her to be smarter. But since she wasn't, she. I think she handled what she had to deal with perfectly. I mean, who can keep their calm and their, like, aggressiveness in that type of moment, so... She did. I mean, she handled it well, and I think that she was aware. I don't take Abby as being naive. She she said, well, you are a donor. I never heard of you, but my team vetted you. So she went through those steps and wasn't just yeah. meeting with random people. Um, but just real quick, Erin Robinson in the chat, she was saying that she felt that last week ended with such a bold move from Abby, but then it kind of regressed because it went down to, or digressed, mm-hmm. it went down to a point of um, being blackmailed like everybody else getting blackmailed. So it was kind of one of those things where she said she felt it was a little bit predictable because she thought that a bold move was being made, that it was so shocking. But then actuality wasn't a bold move. You were blackmailed like everybody else. (laughs) So so that is a good point, Erin. That is a really good point, actually. Like, as much as I felt like you know, vindicated by this episode where we got a lot of answers. I, I would have been more pleasantly surprised had it had she actually made a bold move yeah. and was yeah. a villain. I think that would have been a really cool twist for the show to make, but I guess all in all, they're all really gladiators at heart. Yeah. Or, or, or I guess their moral compass is due north. But what I did find interesting now seeing it from Abby's perspective is that this entire time she never thought about bringing Olivia in like and telling her what was going on. Like, I thought we would have seen more of her thought process of, like, who can I go to? I mean, I know she felt kind of boxed in. These people were blackmailing her. But I always thought that no matter what, those two had a really good relationship that if push Mm -hmm. came to shove, she could maybe open up to her about this. Especially dealing with powers that are so much bigger than her. And she never once thought about Olivia. Like, she tried to handle it the entire time her way. way. You bring up a good point because that really does show how much the relationship has changed. And how that's not her person to go to to fix it. She didn't go to Olivia to fix it. That's what she does. And, you know, I kind of felt like she didn't go perhaps because she fed into the power moment for a second. She was considering, wow, I can be president. I can be powerful. I can have a team. I can be Team Abby. So I felt like she was kind of going through those motions. So of course, she wouldn't go to um, Olivia for those reasons. But then when she did get into that compromising situation, the first time she was notified that they were up to no good, I did feel like that was a good time to at least go to the president. He could protect her and everyone around her. So that was shocking that she just kind of was like, okay, well, what's the plan? Only because they dangled around some money laundering. I'm sorry. If anybody can handle the situation or part you, pardon you for an offense, it would be the president of the United States. For sure. I mean, but we saw a different um, dynamic with their relationship this episode. I mean, they butt heads occasionally, but... She really checked him, and I thought that was a really interesting scene in the Oval when they were kind of mulling about what would be the next steps for Fitz, and it seems like the way that they presented that this episode, that was really the driving force behind her, deciding to link up with the two-lad crew Mm -hmm. unknowingly (laughs) and Mm -hmm. take this next step. I thought, I mean, 
I guess that is a predictable way. I, I, I don't know. I guess that was the only way they could just give her a motive besides an evil one since yeah. it turned out to be that predictable way. I think they, they made it easy for for the viewers to still love Abby because they gave her this very, like, who wants to go to this weird place in Vermont? So it feels like most viewers will be like, okay, Abby, we get it. That's why you want to be president because your alternative is really lame. But um, I thought it was too easy. They they made it too easy on this, on Abby, on her character. It's like, who, that was a big ask. Who wants to yeah. go to Vermont, Fitz? Yeah. Like, nobody. You know, and she, she worked so hard to get to this point of being chief of staff, and now you're wanting her to move to a weird town, you know, not or even to out build of a Washington, library at to, that. Yeah, oh. to run this foundation. I mean, I can understand why she's, like, itching. She's itching for more. She's itching to um, really live in the power that was given to her. Yeah. So I think that, you know... Uh, but that scene, though, if we can just go, you know, Ryan isn't here, but in honor of him, I think that we should still do Shady Boots. Yes. Shady so boots. if we have the Shady Boots music. Do we have it? Go ahead. Yes, we do. If we not, we can we have sing it like trio. Last yes. <clears throat> We're down a quartet member. <laughs> it's, shady um, boots. The, these boots are made these for walking. These boots are made for walking. That's our Shady Boots little <laughs> intro. It's okay. We can do it. Here we go. Mm, mm, mm. These boots, boots are made, made for walking. Okay. Ow! That's oh, just oh, what like, oh. like, stop singing, please, guys. <laughs> oh, there we go. Hey. Hey. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, oh, clap. <laughs> oh, you keep saying you got okay. something for me. <laughs> for me. Something you call love. This is my dream to sing. So anyway, these boots are made for walking. Who are we giving the shady boots to this week? Well, I feel that shady boots need to go to Abby. This is an episode for Abby, but it was so shady that line that she delivered to Fitz. He was like, yes. "Yes, let's move to Vermont. Yes, that's where I want this library. Yes, I want to build. I want to make jam." And she goes, "Olivia." We'll never go to Vermont with you. Like, pretty much, she was like, Ooh. bloop. He's like, that's he low. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry, I didn't no, want to No, no, go ahead. No. That's what he said. Because I was that's actually low. thinking, ooh, that's low, Abby. And then he said, I was like, oh, I He goes, write that's script. lower than you. Yeah. Like, like, I was like, dang, Abby, you just, like, crushed all of his millions of dreams mm-hmm. of what he wanted to pursue after the White House. That was a pretty savage line, but I gotta say, <laughs> right after though, I, I really did agree with Fitz's rationale as yes. to why he doesn't want to be bombed with the White House anymore. Too. He said, I gave you know, the, this this power, this position took my son, it took it nearly took my life, it took everything in me, I mean it, it was a little victimizing in some ways because I'm like, okay, everyone kind of handed you all that stuff anyway, but um, I, mm-hmm. I did feel for him. Yeah. I can get why he wants to be away from it. Choosing right. Vermont, though, definitely underlying Ooh. tones of wanting live back, which I think at this point in season six is really interesting like, to even bring back because those right. two are not even a thing. They're not even talking in a way. I mean, talking to that level at right. all. But one thing in addition to what you were saying about how Fitz kind of vindicated himself in that point, he said that this is a blood-sucking swamp. swamp. And I was like, dang. You know, because we, we always compare it to like what's going on politically right now. And Donald Trump said, drain the swamp. I'm just saying. Oh, yeah. That was a good line, yeah. for sure. Swamp, uh, swamp, I agree swamp. with that Shady Boots, but I have to, my Shady Boots yes. this week. Oh, it has to be Sarah. <laughs> it has oh. to be Sarah. I was going to give it to Sarah as well, but yes. go for it. <laughs> it's Sarah when she said, I'm a real bitch. Yes. Okay. <laughs> bitch, yes. <laughs> I was like, 
I didn't like Sarah until this very moment mm-hmm. because she the is so right. Yeah, say the whole line. I can't yes. remember now. She's, I'm a real bitch. Oh, I, you I, used I play one on down. TV. You only yeah. play one on yes. TV. And I was like, way to check somebody. Yeah. She def- so I, she I think that. she got shady boots. She got the, too. the wittiness and she's funny. I was like, okay, you get it. You get the shady boots. I love just her aura. Like, of course, we hate her because she killed Vargas and she's evil. She's blackmailing all of our people. But I just love just this character that she plays and how she can literally be a badass. And I I love that moment when Abby walked into the um, conference room and was basically, like, telling them, you know, the ultimatum type of situation. And they're like, you're in no position to do anything. And and she says something and she walks towards her like she, like, uh, Sarah... She from the two live crew, she walked toward Abby as if she was really about to throw down, and the guy was like, "No!" Like he knew he to hold her back. back. He was like, "Wait, wait!" I was like, "This girl is gangster." Yeah. Okay. I mean, she proved it from the time we were introduced to her. She walked in that room where Papa Pope was with that red dress. Like, mm-hmm. excuse me, you will not mess up our plans. Like, mm-hmm. she from day one was like, yes. "I'm not the one. Don't mess with me." So, can we can we just say all the her. names that she's had? I mean, she was Sarah. She was Marjorie yes. when she met with Abby. Mm-hmm. at the luncheon and then she was Samantha, Samantha yeah. when she was uh, uh, with, uh, Rosen's girlfriend Rosen's girlfriend mm-hmm. and as a donor she was Margie Rowland I yeah. love yeah. that so, yes. with yeah. that so yeah she's a little bit of a chameleon she can really be anybody yeah. and I really gotta give it to the actress I gotta look her up cause I don't wanna make any assumptions of who she yeah. is but dope with the acting mm-hmm. and just being able to be so versatile and smooth and savvy and really get her way I right. mean I think she's been the, the biggest curveball in this season mm-hmm. thus far so that and like we said last week that is Jeff Perry's um, daughter in real life and I have yes, some I tea that. I have a little insight I'm a little later in the show um, I got to attend the Paley Fest this past weekend with, with the Scandal um, panel and they talked about it and how she actually became a part of the show so stay oh, tuned okay. stay yeah, tuned we'll for the that episode a little bit. Yes. Yeah. I know me and Paris were yeah. having like serious FOMO watching yeah. all of your teasers on social media being there. That must have been such a dope experience. Um, so dope. But we'll get into that in a sec. Yeah. Um, continuing to just digest this episode. Um, so actually since we're on that note talking about uh, Sarah and how she's actually playing David Rosen's um, girlfriend in this respect in this episode. I think at that point that's when Abby realized she hit a wall. Like I think David was like her fail safe, yes. someone that she could probably confide in and get a better grasp of the situation. And they thought of that. They got ahead of her and at every man. move. Um, they got her man. They got her ex-man. <laughs> they got everyone. Yeah, the two live crew is real. Mm-hmm. They're they're real. Like um I want to say it was Ryan that made a good point a couple of episodes ago when we were first introduced to the two live crew. And he was saying, like, we were kind of wondering, like, why aren't they, like, incognito? Like, why aren't they actually, like, covering up and do da da They do not care. He was like, they're so bad that they do not give any Fs. And that is true. They're literally like, every time I meet someone different, I'm going to give a different name. I'm going to be under this foundation with an address. So anytime you want to walk into our building, you can. And I'm going to control you because I have the money, the power, the resources. And they are literally ruthless. Yes. Literally ruthless. I mean, they... So so that whole question that we kind of pondered with, who is over the two live crew? I think the two live crew is over themselves. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm still waiting to figure out what the bigger picture yeah. is here. I mean, yeah. they kind of allude to it that they obviously want someone that they want empowered right. specifically. But for right. what reason? What What is supposed to come out of this? And 
you know, even just thinking back to that scene when they were outside of David Rosen's house and uh, Sarah kind of checked Abby like, oh, you're so naive. And so naive that you even thought you would be president. Right. Yes. I was like, oh, I was naive too. Yeah, I mean... I thought that that's what the motive was, and then yeah. I was like, "Wait, but then how does that make sense? Then why would they then want Melly to be like? And I, how would I'm that even to happen? Out. Yeah, <laughs> right. I was I was naive too. I really thought, oh, so they want Abby to be president? Okay, what did they see in Abby? And then I was like, oh, damn, no. I was fooled again. I was when they said that that threw me off because I was like, well, logically, how do how do you move from the chief of staff? to president, and even if Vargas got shot, then Cyrus would be there. Even if Cyrus went to jail, then it would flip to the alternative parties. Like, it has to be people who are actually elected, I'm sorry, who are actually nominees, elected from the primaries, to be nominees in the election for the electoral college to actually put someone in office. So you would have had to kill, literally, everybody. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Everybody to get her there, and then how does that even work? So I was like... (laughs) Yeah, and you know, even in the flashback moment where um, Melly and Abby were talking about just the historic moment and the real significance behind, you know, Melly potentially being elected, and I knew that was like an inspiring moment for Abby. You could just see it on her face that she felt so empowered by that moment, but I still couldn't connect the dots as, I mean, Maybe if Melly paves the way for her, then she could be up next. But I still didn't understand at that point where Abby, besides the money, like why she would be invested in making this happen. Yeah. No, that's true. Um, So in our live chat, Sarah Brock said, I still think that Abby makes a weird chief of staff. And that's a good point. I mean, I think we're so used to Cyrus, but I I do think that she stepped into that role well. And she and we kind of saw the process of her figuring it, figuring out how to get the nerve and the courage to step to the president and address him a certain way to manage the other um, White House employees. And then also to kind of take the mindset of the president and say, okay, I need to be your wife. I need to be your assistant. I need to be all of these things in your life. To make you successful, so I think she's doing good. Yeah, I mean, I think she. I thought she fit the role perfectly. To be honest, I was expe- I was used to Cyrus, but when she came in, she was strong. She always told Fitz how she felt. Yeah, I, I thought that she was a good fill-in. I mean, if it's not Cyrus, I thought it was Abby. Mm. Yeah, I yeah. thought they had a good dynamic. I think she's very like candid. I love yeah. that they have that candid relationship. I think it's actually really great um, because. As vicious as Cyrus could be at times, Fitz would definitely sun him in the worst yes. way. I think somehow Abby gets away with a lot more in yeah. certain ways. And I think this episode actually showed that she can hold her own. I mean, she, granted she was being blackmailed, she <laughs> stuck her hand in Frankie Vargas's oh body goodness. to retrieve that bullet. Like, that girl is fearless. Yes. Like, she literally will do anything. And she wields her power when necessary. Right. So. You were talking about why the heck this season do they feel a need to have so much guts and blood? <laughs> I, I mean, know. first the close up on the brain, then we we had to see the guts. We we had to. We couldn't stomach that. They, they couldn't we stomach watching. it. I was like, no, I mean, I can watch it. I like these things, but. Uh, but, but I'm used to Grey's Anatomy. Um, 13, 12 years in. Um, I am used to okay. seeing that type of stuff on that show, so I uh, felt like they just move sets. They're like, can we get some of your heart, a little bit of your brain from uh, the set? Yeah. I'm, yeah. A scandal. I'm not a Grey's Anatomy fan, so I didn't yes. realize. I love it. But it seemed like The Walking Dead to me. <laughs> right? Yeah, sorry. 
Scandal also used to be on at 10. I feel like that's when it was a little more risque. Now it's yeah. on at 9. Like, kids are up watching this. They don't need to be seeing brains. <laughs> that's I'm totally kidding. I'm just but, but, but to mention that scene that you brought up, like, that was crazy. I mean, literally, mm-hmm. I felt like our mouths were open from, like, the point that Meg walked up to her as the nurse. And the first thing that came through my mind was, does she know who Meg was? Like, and then I was, and then I was having to process it quickly. I was like, no, she's never actually engaged with Meg as being Huck's girlfriend. She doesn't mm-hmm. know her association to Jennifer. Like, she didn't know all that back stuff that OPA actually scrapped up to learn yeah. more about Jennifer. And I think also seeing her in that scene answered a question that I had from last episode, which was like, because, um, you know, it ends where Meg shot um, Jennifer Fields and mm-hmm. shot Huck, and I thought, is she secretly B613 and doing something oh, else? Right. And now I realize, mm. like, she's definitely not. Yeah. She's Team 2 Live crew and just being used to manipulate so many situations. So I was glad that they kind of cleared that up. Um, and Meg clearly has no redeeming qualities. Right. <laughs> so. But so far, this team is only a team of three. Or, well, it was four, and the guy got shot immediately. So right, it's a right. team of three so far that we've seen. Yeah. What? I wonder, I just really want to know how big this two-life crew is. How strong and powerful they are. And I guess who's essentially behind them. Yeah. So one thing that I did like, and they cleared up something that I questioned last week, which was the ballistics of um, Vargas being shot. And it's like, how did they believe that this shooter came from across miles away when really he was shot from underneath? Now, okay, they made Abby go through that whole situation of trying to change out the bullets for the autopsy. But a couple of things <laughs> I still have a question about. Um, one, where the, the scene of the crime, okay, is where they actually, like, map out and measure, like, how far blood splattered yeah. and, and where guts were hanging out. And so I'm like, okay, you didn't realize at that point that the shots came close. And then secondly <clears throat> is when... Um, so the autopsy was done and completed with the bullets, and they wrote down information. What She didn't destroy that paper, and that paper would have had more information about the bullet size. So that was a little questionable. Mm-hmm. I'm going to leave it alone. True. But just an observation. Leave the whole it to a okay. show. Yeah, the whole thing was questionable. Yes. You're in there by yourself. <laughs> For a good amount of time. Digging in the yes. president-elect's dead body with no supervision. I'm sorry. Even for Shondaland, that had me like wait a minute, mm. what's going on here? <clears throat> but it also had me really anxious. I was like, oh, it was. hurry up, Abby. Like, I was on Team Abby <laughs> at that moment. God, get those bullets. I, I wanted like, her to close the blinds and, like, yeah. just say, I need a moment of silence with him just to, you know, pray over him. Like, I needed something that would warrant her being there alone in that room. And then I'm like, not the digging in the body. And you just know where the bullets are. There's so many organs. I'm like, she just went in and wherever she went, uh, there's the bullet. Like, <laughs> but the sound effects, you heard the, the squishy <clears throat> sounds. Oh, But that was a Playboy movie. Like, I love when she, like, slipped off the yes. glove and walked in. Like, that toss. I love the toss. Yeah. I did. Very nice. I'm like, that was very covert action. Good yeah. Well, Jessica, I don't know about you guys, but I'm dying to know about Paley Fest. Like, please give yes. us more details. Let because we're we're getting into we're kicking it into overdrive this season yeah. so I'm dying to know what's mm-hmm. coming next um, I know the 100th episode is coming up fairly soon I know they gave some details about that yes so this past weekend I had the opportunity and privilege to go to the Paley Fest that was here at the Dobley Theater and um Literally, it was so exciting. I had I had got the tickets like way back before the season even started. So just the excitement of build up to be able to say, "Oh my God, all this is happening!" and to be able to see the scandal 
crew live and in person like I was literally rose from them from the stage they all came out one by one smiling happy um, vividly clear just a little bit right before they started the panel um, some of us were kind of like waiting um, in the lobby area getting a drink kind of hanging out taking photos and the cast would like walk into the doors like beneath so you could look down and Carrie came out she was so excited everyone was screaming her name she actually pulled out her phone and started like snapping like people yeah so so it was cool to kind of see her engage and interact so, with the Paley Fest, they start off by showing you one of the episodes and then move into the panel. So, I was like, which episode? Well, in honor of the 100th episode that's coming up in a couple of weeks, they decided to take it way back and they showed season one, episode one. Oh, oh my God. Yes. Yes. So, it was just, it was cool to be like with other Scandal fans in this auditorium and people are like screaming and clapping and, you know, and reacting to the scene. Wow. Um, and, and then also the cast w- was watching it behind. Um, in the green room, they were actually watching the episode with us. So they came out kind of like nostalgic and kind of excited just on the fact of being able to see themselves again. And it was so funny because the first thing that um, uh, Rosen said, David Rosen, um, on the show, he goes, wow, I didn't realize how great of an actor I was back then. (laughs) So they haven't seen it in a while because they probably rarely watch themselves. So that was cool. It's a throwback. Oh, my God. It was a throwback. That gives me all the feels. I actually remember the first episode. Well, the first time that I saw it, I didn't actually watch it while it was... um on airing in yeah. real time. Mm-hmm. It was actually the weekend of Hurricane Sandy. I was still living in New York and we had nothing wow. to do. We were kind of just like waiting it out and my sister's like, yo, you gotta watch this show Scandal. I think we burned through season one and two or or all of season one. I can't remember at the time. Just, I was hooked. Yes. Like, and then when the power went out, I was so pissed because I couldn't keep watching it. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I remember being so into it. Definitely like a whole world away from where we are now. Yes. But, I, I can totally appreciate the, just the growth of the show right. and the cast and the storytelling and how much all the roller coaster rides Shonda Rhimes has taken us on over these past six seasons. So it really, it really was exciting. So a couple of like um, info, little insider info that they shared with us. Well, number one, Carrie was kind of sh- saying how excited they are about social media. Of course, you know they're uberly engaged, and she was saying that every Thursday they are so engaged. Even when they're filming, like between the times that East Coast and West Coast is on, they're always on their phones. So she's like, we're on set like this. She's like, and they're like, action. And we're like, okay. And they were like, and so she's like, they love it, but they're so distracted. She was like, I feel bad for any of our directors that happens on a Thursday because we're totally not in the scene. We're totally into our fans. So that was cool. Um, There was a moment where... um, they they shared their their best memories which uh, of the show which was kind of cool but before i get into their best memories i want to talk about um zoe which is jeff's daughter okay the lady in red two live crew and how she got involved with the show um basically jeff said that a year ago they had a play together him and his daughter were in a play together and um shonda rhymes came to see the play and she remembered his daughter from that play and and yeah it kind of like oh this lady stuck in my mind and a year later she kind of like wrote her in i was like would she be interested in doing it It was like heck yeah so that was cool like wow it was from an experience it wasn't even like oh there was an open role and she auditioned for it and it's jeff perry's daughter so she's gonna get the role no shonda had that lady in her head so that was kind of cool um i think we have just a couple of photos um from the Paley Fest that I just wanted to show you guys because, you know, it was kind of cool just being able to see the cast 
Um, there's nice. a good one. Yeah, they look so beautiful as they came out and walked. Um, and just were up there. They, they it was a very that? emotional panel. Yeah, who's the, the, the guy really in the stunning. in the right at the bottom? He was the host. He was the moderator. Oh, okay. Of <laughs> the like, panel. Scaffolding. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next one was just a close up while they're on stage. Um, and then. Yeah, well, what yeah, he? he he's an athlete. He he's like, an athlete. He looks like Aaron Rodgers' brother. Jesse Palmer, yes, that's who he is. He, yeah, and he's a, um, a TV personality on ABC. Dope. So he was there, which is cool. And next photo um, is a close-up of them. I mean, we love that. It was just so, because Carrie actually got emotional multiple times during, during the show. Next photo. Um, this is just a little red carpet action. Me and my friend there is a little dark. Um, <laughs> next photo. An amazing opportunity. Ah, I got to Papa meet Papa, Joe Papa Morton. Papa. Yes. Did he not, like, try and snap your neck after? Pa- like, No. <laughs> it, 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 my experience meeting him was pretty incredible because I was coming up to him and I was kind of talking to him, but, like, over this man that was in front of me. And as I was talking to him about, like, oh, okay, let's do a selfie. He was like, okay, awesome. And the man wouldn't move. Like, he would not move. <sighs> and I was like, excuse me, sir, can I just, like, slide in to get a picture? And he was just kind of, like, there. kind of. And, and Joe Martin looked at him, and he gave what I call a pop up look <laughs> kind of like and the guy was like oh, okay and I just kind of like slid in and I was like thank you thank you for being Papa Pope for me on like TV that was amazing yeah. on TV and in real life but he was so sweet so genuine um and just all of their characters really show just real quick I'll tell you um about a couple of best memories that they had. Abby, she got emotional and started tearing up on stage because her favorite memory was um, season two when she had to tell Olivia, this is your name on this door. You are Olivia Pope. And that that inspirational talk up, she loved the fact that Olivia saved her and then she got to save Olivia. And last, she loved the fact that when, when she was in that office with that scotch in her hand and said, my name is not Gabby, it's Abby. She was like, that was so empowering. Okay, Fitz's favorite moment was the 2012 election. It was actually going on in real life. And it was that scene that we will all remember once I say it, but when Abby, when um, Liv and him were touching the Constitution, they were doing a throwback yeah. to like, oh, this is how they kind of like met and kind of got involved. They were touching the Constitution. That moment was so important because that was actually election night. And as they were filming that scene, President Barack Obama was elected to his second term oh, as wow. president of the United States. States. Cool. Awesome. And then Olivia, um, Carrie Washington shared something personal. She was like, I don't share personal, as you guys know. She was like, but I'm going to share with you guys that one of my favorite memories was right after she had her daughter. And all of the cast, all of the women of Scandal came over to her house and they sat with her and they, they looked at the baby, they talked, they like shared in that memory. She was like, that was so special to have all of you ladies here. And the second memory, which kind of choked me up a little bit, she was like, it's going to be weird that I'm saying this is my favorite but he will understand she was like Harrison's funeral that episode she was like it was such an honor to be able to honor Harrison's role in the way that they were able to in that episode she was like our love for Columbus Short is impeccable and it made us so emotional on set that day and I was like dang like that's so real that's so real but I have a video that I took of them sharing their favorite moment so I'll share it on my Twitter page I'll post it so go to my Twitter um, to be able to see that and more pictures more videos it was just it was amazing like I'm, I'm so happy that I went and just being able to like soak up all the goodness of Scandal 
That's awesome. See, that's why you guys got to be following Jessica because we got to see this live. We got to see her really zooming in on these characters. So, yeah. Snapchat. I was like, Snapchat was live that day. Yes. It (laughs) was very live. Absolutely. I'm sure we all wish we could have been there with you or just fly on the wall. It's it's (laughs) such an amazing experience. Perks of being in LA. Yeah, for Um, sure. Wow. So, and I know there was a lot of buzz about the 100th episode, but before we get to that, we got to get through episodes 99 and 98 and 99. I think we're at 97, I guess. There's two more. Two more away. Yeah. Um, This is a good time for us to segue into predictions. Yeah. Based off of how this episode ended. Predictions. You're after Buzz TV. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) All right. I'm going to go out. I'm going to handle this one first. Yes, I'm not, ahead, nothing too it, prolific. But um, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say maybe we see the next episode from... Okay, we've seen it from Abby's perspective. We've seen it from Jake's. Ah, we kind of got a little bit of Jake's wife and, you know, seeing that Jake was mm-hmm. missing type of thing. So we get a little bit of hers. Yeah, actually, you know, I'm, maybe I'll just retract that one. I actually don't know who who else's perspective we can see this yeah. episode from. I'm mm-hmm. actually curious to see Fitz? if we're going to... Maybe fifth. <laughs> um, maybe move past that sort of yeah. vantage point of the same moment and see what comes next. Yeah. So um, that's my prediction. Hopefully that we move the storyline along. Mm-hmm. We've They've kind of answered... Um, you know, Abby's motive and just how she got corralled into it and involved in it. Um, I mean, the teaser kind of shows us, like, you know, the hunt for if Huck is still alive. I guess we're going to get a lot of that next episode. Curious if they'll give us more about this storyline, but we'll see. Yeah. All right. So I might be giving too much credit to Abby, but this whole episode, she was talking about, like, I'm stronger than you think. I I have more like methods to my madness than you think. So I feel like the next episode might maybe not the next episode, but in general, might be Abby pulling out of this, like finding a way to get away from this two life crew and making I mean she already is getting Cyrus out, which is what she wanted. So I feel like maybe Abby might have a way to get out of this grasp of the two life crew. Maybe. Well, what happens when Cyrus gets out? That's what I That's also know. true, like, what too. Happens what happens after that? And w- what do they really want? The two-life crew. They don't want Abby to be president, so what did they want? That's what we got to find good. out. No, I like that, and I actually agree. I feel like Abby, we underestimated her character, I would mm-hmm. say. You know, uh, how the season kind of led us. It was like, oh, Abby's up to no good, but no, Abby is actually like a, she's being a gladiator right now. And as sad as it was and how we thought that killing Jennifer was an ill tent, she actually sacrificed Jennifer to save Cyrus. And at the end of the day, we do care more about Cyrus than we do Jennifer. And so I thought that that was a powerful move. Mm -hmm. I think that she is, um, she is, I, I agree in the fact that she will, be the one to save everyone from this. She will figure out a way. She will utilize her power. She will escape. I mean, they've threatened her, I feel, a little bit more than everyone else in a sense of they're literally following her. Like, mm-hmm. they're literally showing up and saying, nope, 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 you thought you could do this, but nope. And so... um I think that next episode... Well, first off, we're left this episode at the exact same point that we were last <laughs> yeah, week. 
Is Hook dead or alive? I always say he's alive, and I believe that he's alive. Um, funny thing, Huck at the um, event, he was like, "Oh my God, my social media was blowing up. People <laughs> were crying out like, oh no, you didn't get shot twice. You didn't get shot this many times. You didn't get shot in the heart. You have to be alive.'" So he was just like overwhelmed by social media with his shooting. Um, but moving forward, I think that um, there may be someone else that's at the top of it. And hopefully we find out more. I, I, I would love for them to continue with this or what's going on with Abby. I love I just love seeing her like like walk it out and problem solve it. And next week we'll determine if um, we'll see how they unmask Meg as being actually the, the shooter. Because at the end, she's there with the blonde hair looking a mess, looking like a wet dog. Like a wet. Yeah. <laughs> I was looking like a wet rack. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, no offense. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I I think we all really want that question to be answered and Mm -hmm. for things to move along. Um, And then, you know, there's just a lot of feelers out there on social media about the premise of the 100th Mm -hmm. episode, which is coming pretty soon. And, you know, the idea of it being like an alternate reality and what it would be like had they not rigged the election for Fitz and just completely reimagining yeah. I guess season one through six like <laughs> from yes. the start. So I'm really, really excited to see that one. I'm excited to see Will next it be week. the whole scope from one through if they if, w- w- does it go back to when they rigged the election? Yeah. Wow. See I mean I don't think we're gonna see everything, but right. I'm saying that could that essentially if it went that way it changes everything. So So that's gonna be the hundredth episode, you guys. You want to tune in. First off, it's gonna be a celebration here. So you want to definitely watch because we're going to celebrate 100th episode. Um, it'll be the 100th episode of Scandal actually on AfterBuzz as well because Scandal has been on since day one. Nice. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that will be exciting. We're going to have a celebration, but it's going to be such an epic episode like you just described. Like, I cannot wait. I'm, I'm here for all the nostalgic feels. Yeah. I want it. The throwbacks right. <laughs> and yes. the changes and, yeah. Dope. All right. Well, this was amazing um as always you guys can connect with us here we love having you on the show and the live chat um be sure to like us on facebook subscribe to us on youtube like us on itunes everywhere you can connect with us and definitely follow our lovely host on social media jessica where can they find you yes they can find me on twitter at miss jessica ww and on instagram at miss jessica williams tweet me i am almost everywhere except twitter (laughs) You know, that's Snapchat, that's Instagram, that's Facebook, at Paris Rose, with two R's. And I'm your host, Christine Alexis. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter, at Christine Bean. Um, Thanks for joining us tonight. Bye-bye. Cheers. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only. Do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 